Don't listen to this episode unless you want to find out how to optimize your health to become a high-valued man, how to take full control of your own life, and find out what Tom has learned from surviving cancer three times and creating a multiple six-figure network marketing company. Come on, come on, let's have it! Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Webber and Jacob Ingamgore. Yes, Freedom Lifestyle, we're back here again on the Freedom Lifestyle podcast. And today we have a very special guest. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for a few years, actually from network marketing. And um, this lad right here, he's got a powerful, powerful story. Not only has he gone out there and built a very successful business, actually one of the top income earners um, in his network marketing company that he's in, but he's had a mad, mad journey in terms of his health. Um, I won't spoil the fun. Tom, I'll pass it over to you, mate. Share a bit about your story, man. Well, first of all, Jacob, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me on. Truly appreciate it. Um, I'm excited to share my story with you guys today. Hopefully, motivate, inspire you all. Um, but to quickly dive into the story, as you can tell by uh, the screen, the name on the screen. My name is Tom Berendrecht. I'm originally from uh, the Netherlands. I do may sound American, uh, but I'm not. I'm truly. I am from Europe. I am from the Netherlands. But I did spend a lot of time in America, and that's because I played hockey or maybe ice hockey for anyone watching from not the U.S. or Canada. Uh, but it's hockey been on the ice. In the U.S., we refer to it as hockey. I moved there at the age of 15 because um, I was really bad at football or soccer for our American fellows. And I was like, I should probably start doing another sport. So I started doing that at a young age. And by the time I was 15, I was already playing professional back here in Europe, which sounds phenomenal. Uh, but at 15, you shouldn't be playing professional, especially now in the Netherlands. But as hockey isn't very big here, moved to the U.S. At the time, I was introduced to the company I work with nowadays um, called Isogenics, uh, which is a health and wellness company. Uh, at the time, didn't know much about it. Just used their products because I had a phenomenal experience with them. And I was looking to gain more uh, muscle mass and recover better, which are really important things as an athlete. Did that for a couple of years. And then unfortunately, at the age of 17, almost 18, Six days before my 18th birthday, I was uh, diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia when I just had signed a contract in the United States Hockey League, which is the highest league in the world for people until the age of 21. So I was basically at the top of my game, uh, ready to, to take over and make it to the National Hockey League, which is like the top, top league in the world. But unfortunately, I was diagnosed with leukemia. I'm very honest with you at the time. I had no clue what leukemia was. Never heard of it. I told the doctor. I remember that still. To this day, I was like, hey, man, like, Good and all, but I don't have time for that, man. Just get me some medication, get me out of here, and uh, I'll be on my way. I got practice tomorrow. Let me tell you, that's not what happened. Before I knew it, within 24 hours, I hooked up to chemotherapy. Um, and the next seven or eight months were well, consisted off of consistent chemotherapies. I've done basically all of them that were available at the time. Um, radiation, obviously, and then followed up by a bone marrow uh, or stem cell transplant and, and lots of steroids and guys not the steroids that make your arms grow but the steroids that make you really puffy and, and fat so not the ones you really want to take I don't, i'm not saying you want to take any of them but just saying those are not the ones that they were giving me they were giving me the ones that were beating cancer but also destroying your body um so it was seven months of that and then a stem cell transplant which is you know a really uh intense treatment i'm not going to get into details how it all works but can't recommend any of it Obviously, uh, it was not much fun, uh, but I went from probably in pounds from like 200 pounds to like 150 kilograms from like, let's say, 85, 90 to like 60, 65 ish. 
So I lost massive amounts of weight. After that, I gained massive amounts of weight because I went on all the, the prednisone, all the type of steroids they gave me. Um, so I went through a whole transformation there uh, physically, uh, but also obviously mentally, because you have to be mentally strong to go through a treatment like that. Um, and after you know recovering from uh, my uh, battle with leukemia there, um, I started a journey of network marketing um, through Isogenics, which was the company that I knew uh, because I used the products for a while, but I had no idea you could make any money with Isogenics or with network marketing overall. I'd never heard of the whole thing. But since I was recovering anyway and I was getting back into shape, even though docs had told me I would never play professional hockey again, that's what I did. Um, I said I thought it was a good way to you know do something on the side and look into the future because as a professional athlete, you don't really have a long career, not in hockey at least. Um, so started in that, I was mentored by a very, very good friend of mine, Aiden Vavra, uh, was a very successful guy in network marketing as well. At the time, again, I had no clue what the whole industry was or what it meant. Um, but quickly, uh, within a few months, I uh, helped Isogenics launch in the Netherlands and uh, also in the UK. This is where me and Jacob met at the time, um, Ireland. And now over the next last few years, we've expanded into about 26 countries and a total, uh, I think that was 16 are in Europe, something like that. So we've done a lot of expanding. But to make the story even crazier and more spectacular, um, after being diagnosed with leukemia and having started my network marketing journey, I was diagnosed with leukemia not one more time, two more times. So in total, I've been diagnosed with leukemia three more times. So the disease came back two more times after um, having fought it the first time. So the second time, was in October of 2018. I went through a year of treatment again. And then the third time it came back in January of 2020. And I happened to do another stem cell transplant in uh, May of 2020. And now two and a half years later, uh, we're healthy, we're living. Uh, I've created a six-figure income uh, within network marketing. Um, so that's been able to be a vehicle for me to create a loss of trying freedom I've had the privilege to speak at stages like GoPro. For those who do not know, that's from Eric Corey. He's like, he seems like the GOAT of network marketing. So I've been able to uh, speak on stages like that. Um, I do a lot of motivational speaking, public speaking, you know, to inspire people with my story. Um, and my my main thing right now, obviously, is I focus on uh, on staying healthy. That's my main goal. So I told Jacob before we got on, uh, on this call. Um, and just creating a lifestyle of freedom. I think this is a very important one, especially for people my age. I'm 24 right now. I was 19 or well, 17 when I was diagnosed the first time. I was 19 when I started network marketing. Um, so for me, truly, one of the most important things is is creating freedom and being able to do what I want to do, waking up whenever I want to wake up, uh, working with the people I want to wake up to. Uh, that, that's the whole thing that I, uh, I care about mostly. So that is my uh, my my background story, Jacob. It's quite a It's been quite a ride. Let's put it that way. Tom, mate, uh, yeah, it's, mate, it's a powerful story. I've always looked up to you, lad, like massively. And, um, you know, being a lad in your 20s, you're very successful. You've, you know, you've, you've done a lot of things in your life. But I think what I love about um, doing this podcast with you, mate, especially for what the listeners are hearing, is I think a lot of lads in their 20s, this is based on what I've seen there. You may have a different perception on it, but... A lot of lads don't really, like, they go to the gym, they might eat clean and stuff. But for me, I, from what I found with lads in their 20s, like, health isn't actually a big thing for them other than going to the gym and eating what they perceive as clean. Um, and I feel like a lot of lads in their 20s, 
you know, they'll focus a lot on creating wealth and chasing the money and all that sort of stuff, which is great. But all of that shit is pointless when, you know, you, you get something like that, like you've experienced and it's like, oh, fuck, like, what's it all for? So, like, I suppose the kind of um, a question for you is for a typical lad, he's in his 20s and, you know, he is in that mindset where he's focusing on money, 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 money. He may go to the gym, he might eat semi-clean chicken, rice and veg or whatever, what they perceive as clean. Like, what advice would you give to them? Because... It could happen to anyone. You know, I, I, my uh, mate's girlfriend, she's just recovered from um, cancer as well. And she's uh, she's in her 20s. And it, it happens. Like, it happens. Um, and you've witnessed it firsthand. When it does happen, shit hits the fan. So what advice would you give to lads who are on that mission, who are focused on creating wealth, but they're kind of neglecting the health side of things? I think becoming successful is a combination of three factors. It's It's physical, you know. You got to be physically, you got to be in shape, you got to feel good. Um, I always say like when people don't feel good, let's say mentally, it's only, hey, get a, get a six pack and let's see how you feel then, right? Because you know, if you're in a gym, if you're working out, if you're working towards a certain goal, that's really good mentally as well. So I think physically and mentally, that is a really strong combination that people need to work on, whether that's, you know, reading books, like I have, to have this book right now. It's from John C. Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a bunch, bunch of great books that we can recommend, obviously, but Reading, reading good, really good books, self-development, you know, really, if you're making money anyway, spending on developing yourself. That's a really good one. I've spent tens of thousands of euros, dollars, pounds, however you want to look at it, on self-development, um, getting in a gym, right, having a daily routine, having a habit. And once you start doing those things, financially, you're going to grow for sure. I have not met a single person in my life that truly is happy and doesn't happen to be also in, in pretty good shape feels good mentally, and then happens to be successful. It, those are three really common factors that I've seen with successful people overall. And obviously, I'm not saying go through cancer three times. I can't, I can't recommend any of that. Shit. <laughs> that, was, that was not it. But I am now sort of grateful for having gone through that because it has made me the person I am today. And a couple of the factors that I've learned when going through that journey is, uh, first of all, I've gotten really, really good at focusing on things I can control and not letting go or letting go of the things I could not control. So just give you an example is when going through a treatment like that, when you, you know, go through chemotherapy, you go through all the shenanigans, you lose all the muscles you've built and you know, everything, you lose your hair, you lose everything, right? You mean, you've probably seen the pictures, you know, you, you can, you can feel sorry for yourself, right? Right. And, and then go sit at home and cry your eyes out and something's good. It's, it's okay to be sad, but it's about how you respond to situations that are, you know, you're, you're, you have to respond to the, the cards you're, you're dealt with, right? And you can either do one of two ways. You can either be like, okay, you know, I'm just going to sit at home. I feel sorry for myself. You're like, okay, this is shit, but let's focus on the things I can't control. And for me personally, an example in my scenario is I focus on, okay, even though I don't feel good and whatever, I'm still going to get my ass through the gym. And though I can barely, I, there's been days, Jacob, where people have to carry me into the gym my. to sit on a bicycle for wow. like 10 seconds. But just the, the thought of being there, being there mentally already helped me so much going through there. So the mental part, the physical part, but also, you know, people going through cancer treatments, I've seen going to McDonald's. Like, you know, holy shit. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, how do you do that? Yeah. It's, it's wild. People don't really, even at that point, some of them don't realize how important their health is, right? Um, and it's hard to realize how important your health is if, you, if it's never been taken for you. 
Yeah, and I'm not saying anything from you, but a lot, a lot. I think everyone doesn't realize how valuable something is until you don't have it anymore. And for me, that happened to be health. I'm sure there's other people we've had on this podcast who've lost other other things in life, uh, whether it's money, whether it's whatever it may be. Um, those are really important factors, like the self-development part, you know, staying mentally healthy by still trying to do physical activities. And then we're dealing with a situation like that, making sure that doctors, yes, they are trained on situations like this, but in the end, it's your body. You got to make the choices that feel right for you. So get educated on the situation, the problem, the disease that you're dealing with, right? Don't let ever, ever anyone else make the decision for you. I always make my own choices and I take that very, very seriously. Like it can be about what we're having for dinner, right? I will never tell you, oh, I don't care. I will always tell you exactly what I want because if you don't do that, other people, even though they they love you, they will always make choices. Maybe in their mind, they don't think that, but the choices they make will always be in their own advantage. Always. So that's why I always choose my own things. I never let anyone decide anything for me. They can advise me, but I always am in charge of everything that happens in my life, all the choices that I make, no matter who it is. I can take advice, yes, uh, but I always make my own choices. And especially again, for those guys that you know are, are, are doing the deal, make sure you're developing yourself in all areas of life because money isn't everything. Money is a very, very valuable tool and a very good asset to have. But I've learned that because my health is taken for me, again, we're just talking about it, you know, I'm, you know, all the cool cars and, you know, the, the cool stuff I may own out now or a cool watch, whatever. It's all good and stuff. But when you don't have your health, it really does not mean shit at all, which, um, you know, is, is something I learned the hard way. Uh, but I think it's good for everyone to realize how valuable it, the things are that you have. And to really put things in perspective, um, even though when you think you may have a bad day, um, you know, think, think about the hardships you've already had in life and be like, Hey, you can maybe reflect on that. Like I can't, we both live in, in places, UK and Netherlands, basically the same thing. I don't worry about anymore about the bad weather, right? People can go on Facebook and be like, Oh, the weather is so bad and shit and this and that. And I was like, dude, like I'm healthy. I'm good. And you know, I'm, I'm here to uh, fulfill my dreams. Right. And I think that's a really important one for these guys too. People that sometimes feel unmotivated, motivated is all in here, Right. The people that are successful also work on the days that they don't feel motivated, right? You shouldn't have, need motivation. You need a certain goal. And if your goal is big enough, you're always going to be chasing that no matter your situations. But yeah, that's that's basically what I, uh, what I personally did. Mate, so gold right there. So gold. Just something to touch on you said that actually really resonated with me was um, about making decisions yourself. This is something, so me and my business partner, Callum, um, this is something that we've actually implemented recently because... Um, Something we used to say all the time, we kept calling each other out on it, was, you know, when someone says something, oh, do you want to do this, do you want to do that? But like, yeah, I'm easy. Like, by saying that, it's making the situation not easy. It's actually making it harder. So it's like, just fucking say a decision. Like you say, make a decision, and it's on you then. You're, you're owning it, aren't you? So, mate, bang on with that. But um, I suppose a question for you then, Tom. Like, going through everything that you've been through, you're a busy guy. Obviously, you're on your mission, you're creating your success, but what do you do on a day-to-day basis that, from a health point of view, that's like number one priority that you know is like so important to maintain a good level of health? So that's a really good question. So for me, obviously, I don't have like super strict diets I follow. I have cut down a lot on meat 
uh, for sure, because I also think it's just a good thing for the environment overall. Not saying I'm not eating at all. I've not become like vegetarian or anything, anything towards that direction. I, I'm sure there is, you know, uh, people that find a lot of benefits out of that. I didn't personally need to do that. For me personally, I am that guy in like the supermarket that's like grabbing every product I want to buy and looking at everything. So I buy everything as clean as I can. And it doesn't mean I'll never eat a pizza or anything because, yes, you do. You don't you shouldn't live in fear. Let's put it that way, because I think some people do do that. I don't do that. Um, but I do focus on everything I put in my body. And I've done that all almost all my life because I've always been a professional athlete. And then I was sick. Um, and then I work out as much as I physically can. I try to stay in the best of shape, like ever. That's been my goal for this year. It's been physically, mentally, uh, financially, but mostly right now physically. So um, I train a lot. I train sometimes. I do weights, but I sometimes I go um, specifically uh, train like an athlete to keep some conditioning and stuff going. Tomorrow I'm going to do my first Murph. Have you ever heard of that? Matt, what's that? I've never heard of that. I'll text you, but it's like. Uh, <laughs> I think I have to, I have to, I'll probably have to look about it. It's, I think it's a one mile run and then you do 300 squats, 200 push-ups, mad. 100 pull-ups and another one mile run. Fuck it so, out, man. Yeah, it's, it's wild, man. Yeah. So, uh, and a buddy of mine actually sent it to me as like a joke, right? But I take shit very serious. So he sent it to me. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And like, no, no, no. Like meet me here tomorrow. I have, a, I have a gym at my house. So I'm like, tomorrow at 1030, you're here. We're going to do this thing. So I always keep challenging myself, man, whether it's, again, with trying new foods as healthy as possible, um, working out um, and having fun while during the process as well. But even on days when I don't feel like it, I do it. Like I try to wake up early, uh, try to get the right nutrition in, um, do a little workout, get my daily routine going, read a little bit in my in, in one of my books. And, you know, then then I get the day started. But um, I know there's a lot of people that are talking about you know, bio biohacking and stuff. Um, so it's something that I've looked into myself now, uh, whether it's like breathing meds or maybe taking cold showers and stuff. Oh, it's something I have. Yeah. Yeah. Cold ice baths. Yeah. I don't have one at my house, but we have one in like the locker room in hockey all the time. But I, I like to take cold showers very regularly. Same. Um, but a lot of the other stuff, like the breathing meds, it's something that I've only, only now started to explore, honestly, because there's a lot of people in my area that now have started doing it. And I think it's very, very interesting. What was that? Breathing um, exercises, did you say? Yeah, breathing yeah, exercises. Man, that's, man. Yeah. But I know a lot of people have been doing that. So I've just, I'm always a very open-minded guy. So if there's anything that works for someone else, I'm like, sure, I'll, I'll try it. Whatever it may be. It may, may not be my thing. Um, but I'm always open into trying uh, more things. But, but I think for me, the biggest thing is living as healthy as possible, but not living in fear, right? People sometimes tend to live in fear. And a lot of people ask me, also like, hey, Tom, do you, are you not worried that you're going to get sick again? I'm like, no, like there's no point in being worried at all. All I can do right now is get in the best shape mentally, physically, and financially. And if it does happen, I'll, I'll, I'm ready to take it on. I don't want to, but I'm here. And that's, that's what I did every single time after going through my treatment, after I realized it came back, right? I was like, fuck, if it comes back again, I got to make sure like that I'm in good shape because especially... You see the pictures before I went to my treatment each time I was pretty jacked. I mean, I'm not a bodybuilder, but I was in really, really good shape. And that's, I think, one of the things that also saved me going to those treatments because all the chemotherapy, all the radiation, dude, it's not not medication. It's poison. Yeah. And it's it's just a game. 
whoever dies first, or you, or the disease. And luckily, it happened to be disease, but that also has to do with my physical condition going into that treatment. So, mate, that's that's bad, man. Like, it's a, such a powerful story. And like, something I'm learning at the minute in NLP is the power of a belief. Like, the mind to body connection is so powerful. And it's like you say, if you live your life in fear. And you, you've got a belief, like a deep, strong belief, like, oh, like it, it's a fear mindset. You fear that you're going to get ill again. Chances are, because you've got that belief and the mind-to-body connection, you're going to get ill. And obviously the approach you're taking, mate, where you no fear, it's like, no, I'm not worried at all. I'm doing my thing. I'm healthy. That's a deep-rooted belief. Byproduct of that is, is, is what you're living now. You know, it's health, man. It's, it's, oh, it's a mad story you've got, man. How old are you now, Tom? 24. 24, mate. Fucking crazy, isn't it? And um, so, like, from all your experiences that you've had, obviously, you've had huge success in network marketing. Um, you're on the, your advisory board, I think you said. Uh, big part of the company, making decisions with the company. It's a multi-billion dollar company, too. Obviously, you've had leukemia three times now. Like, from everything that you've been through, mate, what's been your biggest sort of takeaway that you implement now? And it's like, nah, this is this is what I'm doing. This is what I, I'm, I'm going all in on, like, going forward. Obviously, mindset is everything, and I, I truly, truly mean that because yeah. every single time that I've gone through any hardships, they, they could take away everything. You can take away money. You can take away my health. You can take away my, my physical you know, attributes. You can take away my muscles. You can take away my whatever. You can't take away someone's mindset, right? And that's something I've strongly developed, very strongly. So one of the things that I've learned over the last few years is I really don't give a singular damn what anyone thinks of me. Like I've gotten completely past the part. A lot of people live their lives based off of the opinions of others. Crazy, I think that's right? the most pathetic way to live your life. Yeah, truly. A, a lot of people do that. And I've gone so way past that part that I just literally, I just don't care what people think of me. And I'd rather have, you know, someone either really love me or hate me. There's no, that's it. It's either black or white. Let's put it that way. That's what it comes down to. But the one thing, and I think I mentioned it earlier that I am a master at is I am really good at focusing on those things that I know I can control and completely letting go of the things I cannot control. That is what I'm really good at. Again, I could have been worried so much about, Oh, am I dying? Am I, um, am I going to get the disease again? Those are all just things in my mind that are not going to help me. Right. And I know if I focus on those things I could control, then I would have a better chance. And this was leukemia, but I do that with everything, right? Looking at every single scenario in your life, you can implement that, right? Again, people are worried about the weather. Are you going to control that? No, but what you can't control is, are you making enough money? You're like, if the, if the weather really bothers you, go to Spain, go to Dubai, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> that is something you can control. That is in your control. I'll give you one example of a situation like this during COVID, during the pandemic, obviously we're all stuck here. And I remember sitting there on the Friday night and I think we're, they were just announcing like our second or third lockdown. I don't even remember which one it was, but one of the lockdowns I was sitting right by the TV and the guy, I heard the word lockdown. I literally, I just shut off the TV. I called KLM. It's the airline I'll fly with. I'm like, are there any flights leaving for Spain tonight? I'm like, yes, there's one at like uh, 1030. I was like 7 p.m. Like, okay, I'm on my way right now. <laughs> That's class, that. I love it. That's been. <laughs> and I was gone that same evening. I'm like, get me out of here. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> but again, this situation I could control. I'm like, okay, 
am I going to, is there any point in me besides if I wanted to be in, in politics and going on Facebook and going, oh, COVID is this and that, whatever you think about COVID. Um, I don't care. I, no, I can't control that. I can't go to The Hague, which is where our politicians are, and tell them, like, no, no, no lockdown. There's no point. I'm worrying about shit I can't control anyway. So I'm like, okay, but what can I control? Okay, I can go to Spain where there's no lockdown right now. I can do that, be in the sun, get some, you know, get some tan going, which I should probably do. I'm a little white, can you, a little pill here, can I use some, some tan I'm looking at myself. So that I can't control, right? And, and again, people are just going so mad, worried about everything and all the stuff they can't control. It's driving themselves mad, completely crazy. And then their mindset going like this, then they, they get depressed, then they live a life they don't want. And, you know, and, and then it's all fucking shit, even though they have everything in their own control, especially if you're living in a Western country, dude, the sky is not even the limit. Like you can do whatever you want. There's so many opportunities out there right now, but people have to have to really tell themselves to do that. And again, you got to accept a temporary loss of social acceptance when you are doing anything that's outside of the norm. If you're not prepared to do that, then stay in, in the matrix or however you want to you want to refer to that part as. And that life just simply wasn't for me. I never worked a nine to five job. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. But for me personally, with everything I've gone through, I knew there was more to life than that. And I wanted more. Right. And that for me, it wasn't specifically getting the the, the nice shirts and the, the watches and the cars and everything. That's all a byproduct. But again, the freedom I've been able to create and most importantly, the health that I have now that is what I'm mostly grateful for. And anything else that I can do right now that where I can help people, I can inspire people. That's what, uh, that's what keeps, keeps me going daily. And, um, again, just look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, fuck, let's go. But everything that we've gone through, everything I do right now is easy, right? That's, uh, Mad. that's the way I look at life. Yeah, mate. I love that, man. So I suppose one final question then for you before you wrap up, what does your freedom lifestyle look like to you? So I, I feel like I'm just going to start it. <laughs> like, like I, um, I, for me personally, I love traveling as, as you, I believe. Yeah, man. So for me, ideally, if I have my ideal life right in front of me, I would like to spend probably my time in, in three or four different countries. I'm not a person who likes to spend time in one country because yes, even though I'm not worried about the rain, I'm still not really happy about the rain either. So um, for me personally, if I could be, I could, I could get to a point where, you know, money is really coming in residually. Uh, I have a beautiful wife, probably two kids is what I'm, uh, what, what I would think of. And then probably spend like winter months in like Dubai, Spain, because I, I grew up in Spain myself. So that's kind of my, my, my country as well. I love Dubai, obviously tax-free. So very convenient for people that, you know, are, uh, are entrepreneurs. So, and I, I believe you've been there too. It's a pretty, pretty wicked place. So that would be the two places I spend most of my winter time in. And then back, um, back in, uh, um, you know, summertime, I probably spend more time here or in the U S where I've already spent a lot of time as well, but really being able to design my life, uh, the way I wanted to giving my kids the opportunity to do whatever they want. I'll be a tough guy. That's for sure. They're not going to get it for free because I am, you know, I've gone through a lot of things, so they got to earn it. I think people always have to earn it. Uh, but really being able to create generational wealth and taking care of my kids, 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 basically, uh, would be, you know, a long-term goal. But for me, as long as I, I, I stay healthy, I don't think there's anything I couldn't do that I uh, personally set my mind to. But that would be long-term vision. 
me right now, I just extend my health every single year on January 1st. I'm like, okay, let's extend my health for another year and see what other damage we can do this year um, with uh, with all my goals. So that that would be uh, ideally it for me. But again, if uh, as long as I keep my health, sky's not even the limit. That's uh, that's what it comes down to. Powerful, mate. Oh, man, I fucking I love our little chats. <laughs> it's mad, mate. Well, guys, you know. Tom, appreciate that, mate. Um, where can people find you? Where's the best place that people can connect with you? Probably Instagram. It's at Tom Stephen Berendrecht. That's where you uh, can find me. And Instagram is probably the place also. If you send me a DM, I, I mostly see those. So if people ever want to ask any questions, that's the best place to contact me. Class, man. Adios, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. Myself and Jacob run a free community on WhatsApp with over 200 entrepreneurial lads in their 20s, escaping the rat race without doing it alone, feeling overwhelmed and burning out. I don't know whether you want to scroll down now, click the Freedom Lifestyle community link, take a short quiz in under two minutes to join for free. I can't wait to see you in there.